Welcome to the Freedom Girls podcast, where we talk about finding freedom in every part of your life, mentally, physically, spiritually, and emotionally, and living in a state of laughter and joy. Today I'm welcoming Kina Campbell, an intercessory prayer warrior. She's been through many challenges in life, stage 3 cancer, intense spiritual warfare, and many others, but anyone who knows her will say she's nothing but a beacon of light. My favorite thing about her are her joy giggles, if you know what those are. I have a feeling you'll be seeing a lot of her on this podcast. Today we're talking about all things prayer. What is prayer? Is there a right or wrong way to pray? Praying in front of people and just some misconceptions that come along with prayer. So let's go ahead and get started. Kina, what would you say prayer is? Um, Prayer um, to me is just conversation with God, talking to God, sharing my life with God, what's on my heart. Um, Just, yeah, just Yeah, so something I noticed from that that I wanted to point out. So you wouldn't say it's necessarily just sitting in your room, you know, praying with your eyes closed, praying, you know, with your Bible out. So you said something like praying, talking to God throughout the day, sharing my day with him. So prayer is also just communication with the Father just randomly? Oh, yeah. Like I I talk to him like... um, on and off all day long. Like, I have my set time that I pray to God in the mornings. Uh-huh. And, um, and that, like, that's my, like, my, you know, where I sit down on my quiet time I'm by myself. But, like, if I, you know, like, I had, like, a, a little bit of, like, a, I don't call it a little breakdown, but I had a little mini breakdown on the way to your house today. And, um, and immediately, you know, went to God with it. And, and it was just lifted and it was gone. Um, and then there may be, you know, maybe I'm driving home and I'm seeing the sunset or, uh, you know, and I'm just thanking him for that, just for how beautiful it is. I mean, there's just, just, just throughout the day, just having conversation with him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you think that there would be a right or a wrong way to pray? I think if, if you are praying out of a works mentality, then I would say that that would be uh, not a healthy way to pray. Right. Yeah, for sure. I think if you look at things on the flip side, um, you know, I just, I've seen these Pinterest graphics where they talk about, like, um, they say, like, five tips on praying powerful prayers or um, how to pray to get answers, you know, those types of things. And I think that when we get so focused on praying, making sure we're saying the right thing, we're praying the right amount of time, um, we're even setting the right environment for prayer, sitting in our room and, you know, making sure it's all silence, no distractions, that kind of thing. I think on that side of things, when you're so focused on praying right or wrong, that that could be dangerous too. What about, so praying in front of people can be pretty nerve wracking. Um, I do think that there are situations that can reveal fleshness, um, I know that's a word that I made up, but it can reveal fleshness in us. And I do, I know that some people genuinely have a fear of public speaking. I weirdly like public speaking, but I know that that's very real. So I'm not necessarily talking about that here. Um, but the fear of praying in front of people and and in front of others sometimes I think can come from wanting approval of others 
or being fearful that you might say the right thing or the wrong thing. Um, I think that, you know, we don't need to be scared to say the wrong thing. God looks at the heart and your prayers don't have to be pretty. We can just get in the moment and let our prayers be real. Do you have anything to add on praying in front of others or praying out loud? Yeah, I actually, <laughs> I actually have a story for that one. Um, my son called me one day and he said, Mom, he goes, I'm going to a prayer service tonight. And I was wondering if you wanted, at my church, I was wondering if you wanted to come along. And I said, well, sure. I said, I'll come as long as I don't have to pray in front of anybody. Because I said, I, I do not like public speaking. I don't like being like in, in large groups or large crowds where I have to speak in front of them. I don't, I just, um, I'm better like just one-on-one. I'm just very uncomfortable with that. He goes, oh, no, no, no. He goes, no worries. He goes, well, we pray ourselves. And I'm like, okay. I said, sure. I said, I'll go with you. And so we get there and they divide everybody up into groups and then they put us all in circles. And then here comes the pastor to our circle. I can't tell you what I said. I have no idea what I said. I just know that I was nervous and that when I left there, I just, I just, I loved feeling like bad, like worse walking in, worse walking out than when I walked in. And I thought that my prayers were not prayer worthy. So I started reading books on how to pray. I started studying how other people prayed and mimicking their prayers. Um, I actually learned all of the names of God in Hebrew, um, just so that I could, you know, quote those in my prayers. And just was doing, was was trying to perfect my prayers because I felt that my prayers weren't prayer worthy. Um, and God just, He quickly uh, said, "Nope, you know, that's this is not the path you're going to go down." And He quickly turned me from that path, you know. And I'm just thanking for that. Um, but I will say that a couple of years later, um, my pastor called. And he said, hey, he goes, Pastor from a different church, From right? a different yeah. church, yeah, from a different church. And he said, hey, he goes, um, we have a couple people coming on stage tomorrow to pray, and I was wondering if you would, if you'd be interested in, in praying on stage. And my first inclination was like, uh, no, I am not going to get on stage, and I'm not going to pray and in front of all those people in front of the church. There's, there's no way that's going to happen. But then I just felt Holy Spirit tugging my heart saying, you know, this is something I want you to do. Mm-hmm. I need for you to do this. And, and if God's asking me to do something, you know, it's important. And so... I told the pastor, yes, that I would pray. Now, I was nervous the next morning, and um, I was nervous to get up there, uh, but I, I wasn't worried about what I was going to say. I I prayed before I get up there, and, and I will say this. I will say that before I pray, um, this isn't like if I'm praying out throughout the day, like, oh, thank you, for, you know, for the sunset, it's so beautiful, um, or if I'm at the mall and I'm like, hey, can you help me find a parking place? Because, yes, I even pray for those <laughs> things like that, okay? Um, but like when I was sitting down for my quiet time with him and I'm praying and I'm just like petitioning, you know, my prayer request before him, I will say, Holy Spirit, lay the things on my heart that are on father's heart so that I pray according to God's will and not mine. And so before I got on that stage, I just asked Holy Spirit to speak through me. And then I trusted that God would give me the words that he would have me to say and that he would speak through me. Now I was still nervous on stage. Um, I could tell that I was nervous. My husband said he didn't notice it in my voice, but I wasn't worried about what I was saying or how I was saying it uh, because I knew that God was with me and Holy Spirit was speaking through me. Um, so it was, it was definitely um, my prayers at this particular time came from a place of rest mm-hmm. and not from a place of works. So you'd say that that was the biggest difference from the first time oh, towards abso- the second time? Oh, absolutely. That I, I was... I was I was resting, and and the thing is, it's it's not that my prayers 
were any different before I went to that for that that prayer service with my with my son. It's just that I learned to rest in who I was in my prayers with God. Wow, yeah. And 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 it's not that I changed my prayers because I didn't know I do yeah. pray that Holy Spirit, you know, prays through me because I don't always know what to pray for. Right. Um, but I didn't change anything. I just rested in who in my prayers and, and yeah. how I prayed to God. Yeah. So would you do you have any advice for anyone? Let's say that they kind of I don't know, or maybe maybe they need to rest in their prayer life with God. What kind of advice would you give them? Um, well, I would say like as, as, like for me, for instance, um, you know, I confess I'm like, you know, I'm not praying from a place of rest, and I'm confessing that to you right now, um, and I'm just asking that you would help me to rest in my prayer life with you um, and you know, God will honor that prayer. Yeah. You know, he, he will, de- he, he will, he will definitely honor that prayer. And don't think that your prayers have to make sense all the time. Cause mine, you know, there's so many times I'll be praying. I'm like, I know I'm not making any sense right now, but I know that you know my heart yeah. and you know what I'm saying. And don't be afraid to bring things to him in prayer uh, because he knows everything anyway. Right. You're not going to tell him anything he doesn't yeah. know. Um, and it doesn't matter how small or how big, just share life with him. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I think too, um, you know, praying out loud, it's okay to pause. It's okay to stumble over your words or maybe not know what to say next or, you know, I don't know. It's just when we get down to the, um, the purpose of prayer, it's like we said earlier, it's communication with God. Mm -hmm. We don't have to be scholars. Yeah. Well, it's like you and I've talked about before. If you never talk to your husband and you never talk to your boyfriend, you don't. How will you know them, and how will they know you? Yeah. Like, how how can you have a relationship with someone that you never talk to? And if you have a best friend and you never talk to that best friend, will she remain your best friend? Like, how can you know someone that you are not fellowshipping with and that you're not talking to? Yeah, yeah, that's a good point. Okay, so how, you mentioned this earlier, how do we get out of that works mentality of prayer? Um, I would say just resting in who you are and knowing that your prayers don't have to be perfect and they Mm. don't always even have to make sense. And just praying that God would help you find that place of rest. And if, if you are called to pray in front of others, just ask, um, just ask Holy Spirit just to, just to pray through you and, uh, and to speak through you and be more concerned with what God thinks than what man yeah. thinks. But what about like if if someone listening today, what if they feel like they have to pray for a certain amount of time or what if they feel like they have to set a certain environment or they have to, we already talked about saying the quote right things, but maybe that like that kind of works mentality like, oh, I have to pray to God this morning. Well, I would say, like, for me, like, I don't ever remember um, not talking to God. Like, my Mm -hmm. grandmother had me praying with her from the time that Mm -hmm. I was a small child. And so I've never, I don't know what it's like to not pray with him and talk to him. And I, 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 you know, I was called to intercessory prayer by God. And so that's like, you know, one of the things, you know, I'm I'm an intercessor. Mm -hmm. So for me, it's kind of like hard for... Like I, I long to spend that time with him, yeah. 
And, and I will tell you, there's times when I, I don't have like, I don't have like prayer requests to bring before me. Like I've already prayed and talked to him for the day, but I just want to be with him. So I just start thanking him for things. Yeah. Like I'll go, like, you know, I'll just go sit on the front porch and, because I just want to be with him. Yeah. And, you know, I'll just start watching the birds and listening to the birds mm-hmm. and the squirrels and the crickets. And I just start thanking him for things in my life. And, um, so it's not all about bringing, um, you know, all your requests before him all the time. Mm-hmm. And then, like, I'll just talk to him sometimes about my day. Um, I just, I long to be with him and spend time with him yeah. and just share every everything with him. Yeah. And the closer that we get in relationship with him, I think that that fosters that type of relationship, you know? Because if you think about your husband or your best friend, the more you get to know that person, the more you want to spend time with that person. Yeah, I would agree with that 100%. Yeah. And I mean, once you know God and Jesus and the Holy Spirit in complete 100% truth, there's no way you wouldn't love them. (laughs) Because, I mean, he's perfect and he's loving and he's kind and he's good. And so we're just drawn to that. So the more that we experience that, the more that we know that, the more we're going to thirst for that. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. And, you know, there may be some days when it's easier to pray than others. And and don't beat yourself up on those days. So would you say still go to him in prayer anyways, even on the hard days? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Even if all you're doing is sitting there and thanking him for all the good things that you have in your life. We always have things to be be thankful for. Um, You know, and I I try. That's something that I, you know, something that the the Holy Spirit taught me. you know, I, I wasn't always, I didn't, I, I didn't always have a thankful heart. Mm-hmm. And, and that was something that Holy Spirit, you know, God really worked on, um, in my life through Holy Spirit and just to, um, just to reflect on all the things in my life that are good yeah. and all the things in my life that I have to be thankful for. Mm-hmm. And it just helps us just to see his goodness in that yeah, too. Yeah, for sure. And so sometimes, you know, I, I just, just thank him. Yeah. You know? Yeah, I like to start my prayers out with thanking him because for me it kind of gets me in like a thankful mindset Mm -hmm. Um, and it kind of preps my heart to have a conversation with him just reflecting on the goodness and the blessings that he pours out on us. And I saw someone, I think it was actually a post on Instagram, I saw this girl said that her family, um, every time when they sit down for dinner, they go around the table and they say one to four things that they were thankful for, um, either that day or, you know, whatever. And I thought that that's a really good exercise. Um, obviously not out of a works mentality, but it's, it's a really good exercise just to kind of promote that thankful Mm -hmm. heart. Well, I I think that when you have like a thankful mindset, I know we're, this is like a whole nother podcast here, but it makes you realize how good life is. Yeah, it really does. And, and you know, there's so much craziness going on in the world right now. Of course, my, mm-hmm. my husband says there's always been craziness going on. This is nothing new. But but if we focus on all of that, then, yeah. you know, it's, it's discouraging. Yeah. But if we focus on all the things that we have to be thankful for and all the things that are good in our life, it's uplifting. Right. You're so right. Now, I know we're going off on a tangent, but I just want to say this, too. <laughs> I saw, now I saw this on Pinterest, um... And they were saying, it's instead of saying, I have to do laundry, you say, I get to do laundry. Because, think about it, you get to do laundry because you have clothes on your back. Um, I have to clean up after my kids. I get to clean up after my kids. I have kids to clean up after. Mm -hmm. Just different things like that. I, I have to do the dishes. I 
we have food in our fridge. I get to do the dishes. I thought that oh, was cool too. Oh yeah, like I've absolutely have to remind myself of that because yeah. I do not like loading the dishwasher Ugh. or unloading it. And then I remind myself that my grandparents had to hand wash their dishes. Yeah. Oh yeah. I don't like doing laundry. And then I remind myself that my grandparents had to do all of their laundry by hand and hang it out on wow. the line and wait for it to dry, even in the, like in the cold. Oh god. And so yeah. I'm like, you know, what are you complaining about right now? Okay, yeah. like you have a washer and a dryer. Yeah. Like and, you know, and just the modern conveniences that we have, and when you just and think about that you're like wow yeah yeah for sure okay so when I asked um like some of you may know uh if you've listened to the previous podcast before we do podcasts I like to do either polls or question boxes on my Instagram over at she's a freedom girl and one of the big things when I asked um actually I think 90% of people said this. When I asked, what is one thing you'd like to work on in your prayer life? Um, About 90% of people said consistency. And so I had a pastor one time, um, and he said to set a date with God. Set a date. And because if you set a date, you're less likely to cancel. And so, um, you know, that might look like, I know this isn't, this isn't for me. He woke, he set a date at 3.45 every morning and, you know, I'm not going to do that, but I like the concept of it. So for me, um, my husband watches the baby in the morning when I wake, when I wake up, he understands that it's very important for me to have my prayer time. Um, and so early in the morning, whenever I wake up, I try to wake up at least a little bit earlier when I say early in the morning, it's still like 6.45, but, um, that's my date with God. And that's the time that I pray to him. And so it's helped me be more consistent because it's almost like going to the gym for me. I made a habit of going to the gym for so many years that now it's just what I do. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if you have anything on that. I would say, yeah. And and like, I I know like it takes time to form those habits, but once you have them, you look forward to them. Like my, every, like my, I would say like my Bob, my devotion time, Bible reading and prayer time is in the morning with my coffee. And like, it's like my favorite time of the day. Yeah. You know, and, uh, but there was a time when that, you know, it was, it was easier for me to do it at night. Um, and so I would do my prayers at night and I would lay in bed and talk to God and then I'd feel guilty for falling asleep. But now I'm like, I don't know why I ever felt guilty for right. that because like how, how much more special is it than to fall asleep talking to God? Yeah. You know? So true. So, uh, yeah. yeah. And talking to him throughout the day too, that's a good way to be consistent. Mm-hmm. I mean, like you said, I've learned so much from you about talking to God throughout the day, like talking to him about things I didn't know I could talk about. Like, I think I remember we were sitting on the on the deck at at the beach and you asked me you said what's one thing that you would ask God or something or I asked you that or something and you you were talking about how you'd ask him like well I know that you know I hear the crickets at night but when it gets cold where do they go or like you talked to me about one time how you talked to God about a bumblebee that you saw and and how it was furry and like just little things like that and I had no idea like I could talk to him about those things and so now if I'm on a nature walk, which I got those from you too, <laughs> I look at the leaves and I look at like the intricate design in them and I just start talking to him about like how he made the leaves. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
I love doing that. Yeah. Those are some great conversations. Yeah. Yeah. I actually pray that I never lose my wonder. Oh, me too. Yeah. I love that song. When I hear that song, I pray yeah. that too. Yeah. Yeah, because it's just, uh, it's just uh, you know, y'all watch Amara running around, uh, Louie's little girl. And uh, just the wonder that she has and everything is new to her. And yeah. it's just so exciting and just exploring. And, and I just always want to be like that myself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So real quick, I just want to touch on this. Um, someone had said praying and Thanksgiving versus just asking for things. I just want to make a quick note that God delights in gifting his children. So don't feel guilty about asking for things. Yes, we need to have a thankful heart. We kind of already mm-hmm. touched on that. Um, but we don't have to feel guilty for asking for things, right? No, like I pretty much like ask for everything. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I know, I, I know you had said, like, if you're reading in scripture and you're like, oh, I want that, I want that. Yeah, yeah. like, 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 I'm literally, like, if, like, I'll, I'm reading God's word, and a lot of times I'll pray God's word, too, but, um, but I, I'll be reading God's word, and I'll be like, oh, you know, um, I, I, it'll be a story of something that someone's done, or how they are, or like, it's Proverbs, I'm like, okay, I do not want to be like that, and so I'll pray not to be like that, you know, yeah. deliver me from that, and then I'll read something, I'm like, oh my gosh, okay, yes, okay, that would, like, I would very much like to like have a humble contrite heart. And so uh-huh. I ask for that and I pray for that. And so yeah, like um yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Mhm. Okay, another one, staying focused during prayer. Now, this reminds me of a story that that same pastor um that I told you about setting a date. He said that he doesn't silence his phone or get rid of distractions when he's praying because he wants that discipline. Now, I don't think that I'm at that point. I don't think that, you know, you have to know yourself um, and you have to create that environment. So for me, staying focused, that's not what it looks like. Um, So I guess my only tip would be know yourself. Um, For me personally, I try not to get on my phone before I pray. I try to sit in a room where it's just me. Um, Praying out loud helps me. What are some tips you'd give them? Well, I silenced my phone because I would find that annoying. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I would wonder who it was. Right. Um, and so I, I, I don't, I wouldn't want to be, I would not want to be distracted. Yeah. Um, but I will tell you that like even, um, like this morning I was praying to God and I, you know, I was talking to God and then, and I got distracted and I found my mind. I, I was, I was, I was praying about a particular thing and then I found my mind wandering off on that thing that I was praying about. Mm. And so I got distracted from the thing that I was praying mm-hmm. about. And then I kind of had to bring myself back around. Um, so, yeah. But I, I, I silence my phone and I, and yeah. I, I go to, to the room by yeah. myself. Yeah, and oftentimes, too, I ask God to just get rid of any distractions, anything that might take my attention away from Him. Because, again, He's going to want to help you. Um, some like I used to would get frustrated with myself if I would get distracted or I just think that this like our world today makes it so easy to get distracted and to have a short attention span so don't beat yourself up if that happens just go right back to what you were praying for ask God to help you and it might take time you know to create that discipline to mm-hmm. keep your mind focused mm-hmm. uh Let's see, what else do we want to talk about before we um, 
say goodbye. Oh, okay. Um, so. Oh, actually, never mind. I want to talk about this. Um, okay. Never mind. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. Wait, you want to say something? I do. Go I ahead. Go something. ahead. <laughs> okay. Um, I just wanted to, to, to just to say that, uh, just as kind of a reminder again, that, um, you know, just asking, you know, asking Holy Spirit to lay the things on your heart that, um, that are on God's heart, praying according to His will. And then also um, to, to always ask in Jesus' name. Yeah. You know, I, I always start by asking Holy Spirit um, to lay the things on my heart that are on Father's heart. And then I always end by asking in Jesus' name. Yeah. Okay, so my, my next question is kind of similar to that. So, we, so that verse says, ask anything in my name and I will do it so that the Father in heaven may be glorified. Mm-hmm. So someone had mentioned in one of those question box, boxes, they said something about what's the difference between praying and knowing that he can but doubting if he will. So I guess I know it. it um, I was having a hard time with the wording of that, but basically, praying in the name of Jesus because Scripture says to pray in my name, knowing that He can do what you're asking Him to, praying in full faith, full belief that He can. Mm-hmm. For example, heal someone. Mm-hmm. But what if He quote doesn't? What does that look like? Yeah, I don't think that it's necessarily maybe that she's saying that because she's saying that she um, she knows that he can, mm-hmm. but um, what if he doesn't? Right. You know, what if he doesn't? Um, and I, I just, I just would say that there are going to be times in our life that we're going to go through situations and circumstances, and. We're going to pray. Mm-hmm. And it may not turn out the way that we had hoped that it would, but we just have to remember that um, we do not always understand God's mm-hmm. ways, and He tells us that we won't. Mm-hmm. He tells us to trust Him. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, when you reflect on God's character and who He is and His goodness and His love and His He's he's patient, he's kind, and you think about all of these things, and his ways are perfect, and how he tells us that we will not understand, we're not called to understand, we are called to trust. Yeah. So we petition him for these things, but the outcome may not be always the way that we would hope that it would be, mm-hmm. and um, we just have to trust God's character and trust him in that. Yeah, and we just have to remember that he is good. And a lot of times, because we can't understand things, mm-hmm. I think I think we think we know sometimes what is good or what should happen. We think we know what the good outcome would be, but God always knows what's best. Yeah, you know, and we might not understand. Um, we just have to remember that He is good. Yeah, you know, and yeah, I think. You know, if I give two examples, for example, your cancer, we all pray that you'll be healed and we know that God can heal you and we know that he will heal you. Mm -hmm. What we don't know is whether that healing is going to be here on earth or in heaven, but we, no matter what, we still know that he is good and he's going to answer our prayer. 
Now, another example would be maybe um, a husband who's, you know, maybe his heart needs, maybe he needs a heart change um, or a marriage that needs restoration. Mm -hmm. God gives free will. He doesn't force us into a relationship with him and to love with him. Mm -hmm. Um, So, yeah, I don't know. I'm probably going off on a rabbit trail there, but... Not really. I think if you're in a situation like that, never lose hope, never give up, um, and continue to pray in a situation like that. Yeah. Always continue to pray because God can absolutely do anything. Um, And, uh, you know, we just, we can just never lose hope. Yeah. Never lose hope. Yeah. So I'm going to, Kina, is there anything else you want to say before I wrap this up? I just would say, rest in your prayer life yeah and your prayers do not have to be perfect yeah and they don't even have to make sense all the time right you know it's just about relationship with god and if you don't if you can't think of anything to say then think of some just just look at his creation and just and like for yeah. me like i just thank him through his just i just thank him through his creation right and like simple conversations too are okay like yeah. conversations think about one you have with your best friend or your husband yeah you know they come naturally they're mm-hmm. not super forced and I think, you know, it's okay to have conversations like that with God. There is a song. I love this song. It, it puts, it sums all this up perfect, perfectly for me. The lyrics say, my heart needs a surgeon and my soul needs a friend. You know, and I think a lot of times we, you know, we need, we do need to have the fear of the Lord. Yes. And at the same time, he is our friend. Yeah. And so I think yeah. whenever we look at all the characteristics of God, we realize that he can also be our friend as well. Yeah. I would agree. I think what is so cool is when you when you think about like who he is mm-hmm. um and you're reflecting on his character and you know that he he out of like if you if out of everyone accepts you for who you are no matter what. Mm-hmm. Where other people might would get frustrated with you if you're not making sense right. or would maybe reject you by things that you bring to him. He will never mm-hmm. do that. He just simply loves you and mm-hmm. wants to spend time with you. And you can truly be who you are yeah. with him. Yeah. And he knows you better than you know yourself. Yeah. Like, for example, I I know that God knows Ashton better than I know him. So I ask yeah. him to help me show love to Ashton. Yeah. You know, so that Ashton feels that love because God knows him better. I yeah. ask he knows Amara. I asked God, show me how to parent her because you know her better than I do. Yeah, absolutely. So, yeah. yeah. Well, this has been a fun podcast. It has been fun. Okay, well, thanks for hanging out with us. You can, as always, find us over on Instagram at She's a Freedom Girl. And you can also find that link here in the description of this podcast. And we hope that you'll join us next time.